0: Hey everybody, it's Money Monday. Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. I'm so excited and happy to have you join us on the EF3 Life to the Fullest podcast today as we discuss finances, as we delve into the realm of money, and when we try our best to give you tips, information, and resources to help you to be better when it comes to your expenses, saving, investing, and more. It is a pleasure to have you with us today, and it's one of my favorite days of the week, Monday, as we get back at it, people are out there working hard, crushing it, grinding, starting the week out strong. Last week on Money Monday, we started to talk about one of my favorite topics when it comes to finances and that's investing. We discussed how when you get to baby step four and you have all of your debt paid off, you have a fully fledged emergency fund of three to six months expenses stowed away then you're ready to really get in the game. Instead of sitting back on the sidelines, you are attempting to change your life and you will be able to take a stronghold over all the hard work that you've been pouring into your daily job. All the things that you desire, the dreams, the goals, the aspirations that you have can come to full fruition by getting off the sidelines and getting in the game. And that is what investing is all about. Super important and critical to make sound and wise investments, to have knowledge and to utilize the information that is out there. We started to touch on the different vehicles that you can drive when it comes to investing. There are so many opportunities and options in the investment realm, and it's up to you to decide what kind of risk you're willing to take. Certainly, the greater the risk, the higher the reward, but we're all about mitigating risk and making smart and wise investments, sound decisions with the hard-earned money that we make. Ultimately, what I hope to do is to provide with you a lot of information, tools, and resources to assist you and to support you on your financial journey. That is my goal with this Money Monday part of the podcast. And it is a desire of mine to share with you the knowledge that I have gained, the resources that are available to help you to win. It pains me to see so many people not only set back in loads of debt, but even when they eventually even the score to not know what to do to better their situation. And the investment world is one that you have to get into if you want to win, if you want to get ahead, and if you want to make advancements with your life. Certainly, when you think about the world of sports as an analogy for investing, if you're sitting in the bleachers and you're watching the game, you cannot win. You have to get in and participate. Yes, that takes some risk, that takes a lot of accountability, it takes hard work, It takes knowledge and it takes some effort, but it's not as difficult as you might think it is. And with that risk, with that hard work, with that diligence, with that intentionality, that focus and determination, little by little, you could build your portfolio to help you to utilize your salary, your income that is streaming into your bank account every single month to maximize its gains so that way you have more available to do the things that you desire today, five years from now, and far into the future down the line when it comes to enjoying your retirement. For me as an investor, I look at it as a twofold method. We want to be pouring our time and our energy into investments that will help us in the short term, in the next five or so years, to hit those goals that we might have that are a little bit smaller um, or mid-size in level, and then to assist us and to maximize the opportunities we have down the road when it comes to 15, 20, 25, or even 30 years from now for those millennials out there. It has to be that twofold approach. It is critical that you start as early as possible. Once all of your debt is paid off, you have that fully fledged emergency fund and you're ready to rock and roll when it comes to investments. Last week, we discussed some important topics and technicalities when it comes to investments in the investing world. Um, So we discussed saving or investing rather 15% of your income each month. That is certainly a standard to live by and to be determined and disciplined to do. What the difference was between gross income versus net income, certainly important that you understand all the taxes and the deductions that come out of your paycheck and how much you will actually be taking home and what is available for you to invest in how taxation is coming into play uh what factors into your aggregated gross income and the tax brackets you might fall into based on your income level and whether you're married or you're single and then of course those accounts the differences between an ira and a roth ira one where you will be taxed later on down the road. That's the traditional IRA as the money enters um, before taxation. And then the Roth IRA where you're taxed up front and it grows tax free. In the first part of this segment of the podcast, I want to focus on the Roth IRA. For me as an investor, the Roth IRA is one of the greatest tools to utilize. It is my personal favorite investment vehicle for retirement outside of the employer matching program and there's a number of reasons for this we're going to discuss employer matching later on but in terms of the roth ira it's amazing because during this current year we can contribute upwards of six thousand dollars per year that is post-tax meaning that it's taxed up front and then when we contribute it, it will grow tax free until we take it out. What this means is that when you withdraw the funds during retirement, once you hit the age of 59 and a half, that money will be available for you to withdraw and to utilize as you wish that will be taken out and you will not be taxed on it. So the actual amount that is accumulating and growing and the level that it reaches when it comes to compound interest as it compiles over the next couple of decades will truly be the actual amount that is available for you to withdraw if you are 50 years of age or over you're actually allowed to contribute seven thousand dollars per year as our government allows for an extra one thousand dollars to help people catch up accumulating their retirement growth so if you're somebody under 50 you can contribute upwards of a maximum of six thousand dollars per individual for the roth ira and if you're over 50 years old, $7,000 is the maximum amount that you can contribute. The downside to the Roth IRA is that there are income level restrictions for contribution eligibility. So you might be saying, well, that's a catch. What's with that, Dan? Well, what I have to say about this is if you are making more than $124,000, but less than $139,000, you are still allowed to make a partial contribution to the Roth IRA. If you're making over $139,000, there is a way to get around it. It's called a backdoor Roth, and we'll discuss that later on. However, if you're making over 139 dollars a year, great for you. Well done. Keep after it. Um, There's so many other ways that you can invest your money and to maximize its gains. Uh, But for the majority of our listeners out there, you're probably falling into the range that's below that threshold, and you will be able to eventually work up to building your contribution amount to that $6,000 amount. Now, over the past few years, that amount has increased Every couple of years, I expect that it will happen again, hopefully. Um, But as for now, $6,000 is that that limit. If you're someone out there who's desiring to win with your finances and you're tired of being in debt, you want to gain when it comes to investments and setting yourself up for a future success with regard to retirement. I suggest that you purchase my book, Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents, a comprehensive guide to financial freedom and peace, where I outline a recipe for success. Give tools and resources to help you to win with your finances and take a hold over your life. Check it out on ef3life.com. Book-Store, EF3, life to the fullest. Now, if you're somebody who's saying 15% invested, if I contribute the maximum of $6,000, that's not going to get me to that 15%. Well, the good news is you can have a traditional IRA along with a Roth IRA. If you are somebody who has a matching retirement contribution plan at your workplace, I suggest that you take advantage of that matching program and then whatever amount left over up to that 15%, which is left, I would contribute to the Roth IRA. If for whatever reason you're doing both of those and you still have money left over, I really suggest that we get into some stocks, index funds and bonds, that way you can utilize that money. And it's liquid now. So we're gonna discuss a little bit further some things when it comes to the Roth IRA and what happens if, let's say you decided, I wanted to withdraw the money early. So if you were desiring to withdraw money early, there's going to usually be a penalty of about 10% or higher on the interest that you made on your investment when it comes to withdrawing the funds. However, you're not able to take out the money that gained in interest if you don't want to be hit with that penalty. What you can do, however, is to withdraw the money that you put in that hasn't gained interest. So let me break this down for you to make it a little bit easier to understand. Let's say I put in $6,000 this year, and then I put in $6,000 next year. So I have personally contributed $12,000, $6,000 in year one, and $6,000 in year two. In year three, as my money continues to compound and gain interest and uh, the rates are going up based on what my money is invested in when it comes to my Roth IRA, eventually, if I decided to take money out, I can take that $12,000 out without any penalty. Remember, I've already paid taxes on it before it went in. However, let's say I earned $1,000 worth of interest in those accounts over the past two years if i wanted to utilize that thousand dollars of interest then i'm going to be paying a pretty significant penalty but the initial contribution that i put in there i won't be charged any rate in terms of a penalty and i won't be taxed so that's good news i suggest you don't do this however because The best part of a Roth IRA, traditional IRA, or any other retirement account is compound interest. Now, the way that compound interest works is that it's accumulating and growing over time. Time is the greatest asset here. So if you are to take the money out, you you lose on time, meaning it's gonna take you two more years to get that $12,000 back in your account. Because remember, $6,000 for the Roth IRA during this year of 2020 is the highest contribution amount that you're allowed to put in if you're under 50 years old. However, if you desired to keep the money in there, it's going to continue to grow and compound. So you won't lose those years of interest building if you leave the money in there. The hope is for those younger listeners out there, people who have just started working, that you get in the game early and often. Meaning, if you were to start today at the age of 21, 22 years old with your first job, there are two benefits to contributing right away. The first is you get into the habit of saving, rather investing into your future. And making that a top priority. So many times there are people that I meet, who I've mentored, who I've run into, who I've taught in my classes, that hadn't started early. And it became like pulling teeth to ask them to even contribute 100 or $200 a month to their future. If you're somebody who starts early and it becomes a habit and something that you always do, it becomes the usual or the norm, so to speak, and it makes it a whole lot easier as time goes on to not only continue to contribute, but to increase your level of contribution. However, if you're someone who's not used to that, and then all of a sudden you have to start contributing after years of not doing that, you're going to feel that hit a lot more. So I advise our younger people out there, those who are starting out in the workplace, or even those who start out with a new job, even if maybe you're not in your 20s, you're in your 30s, or even in your 40s, start out by contributing when you get that first paycheck because that will become the norm and you'll be able to adjust your living, your cost of living and and the things that you're using in terms of building your budget To be able to pay yourself first. That's one of the things that I learned from great books out there, like The Greatest Man in Babylon, a book that really taught me a lot about paying yourself first, always saving 10% to 15% of your income to be able to utilize in terms of investments. As well as those other great ones out there like Chris Hogan's Everyday Millionaire, Retired, Inspired. These books also will teach us and the experts suggest to pay yourself first. Remember, we're telling our money where to go, not allowing it to determine our life or to control us. But we are controlling our purse and we're putting it into the avenues that will help us to win. Not only today, but later on down the road. The emergency fund was saving for that rainy day, having that umbrella when the rain comes. and so that way we can stay dry, we don't have to panic. Well, eventually you're gonna to wanna to stop working. I know for many of you out there, hopefully you'll be able to stop working before that magical 59 and a half years old or 60 or 62, or some people now working till 70 years old. Granted, if you enjoy your job, keep after it, keep going for it, live out your passions by all means, but you get to choose when you wanna go to work and what you wanna do, not have to. I want you to get into this mindset that you will be able to be in full control and to decide I get to do this versus I have to do this. Discipline is not the most enjoyable thing, but when you get used to contributing to your Roth IRA or your your, um, retirement fund, then that habit will pay you down the line and it will pay you in tremendous proportions because if you think about this. By contributing 15% of your take-home pay, that is a great place to start when it comes to your retirement. If you did that for 30 years and you contributed the maximum amount to a Roth IRA, you will have put in $180,000. That's a lot of money. Some of you out there are probably thinking, wow, well, Dan, that could be a new house. True. Or that could be a number of new cars, part of a house, lots of vacations, college education for my children, and so much more. All very true. $180,000 is nothing to scoff at. It's certainly a large amount. However, if I were to tell you that that amount, when it compounds how much you'll actually turn into, you would probably be blown away. Now, for my avid listeners out there, you actually have an idea of how this works. And in a minute, I'm gonna teach you how this recipe of compound interest works, and then we'll dive into, in the second segment, other realms of investments, including other parts of retirement, et cetera. So let's say I took $6,000 this year i added six thousand dollars of annual additional contributions every year for the next 30 years we'll contribute again one hundred eighty thousand dollars. let let's look at a very minor or middle road level of return because remember the s p has returned in the last 100 years about 12 percent. but we'll go with a modest 9% return. And I calculate it and you will be have accumulated about one million dollars. Sounds pretty good, right? I invest or you invest 180,000 and it could turn into a million dollars. This is why it's important. It's important little by little because it will accumulate a lot of growth over the course of time. Robert Kiyosaki said, The philosophy of the rich and the poor is this. The rich invest their money and spend what is left. The poor spend their money and invest what is left. Pay yourself first. You'll be surely glad that you did. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back at it in a moment. This podcast is brought to you by EF3. We are priding ourselves on education, faith, fitness, and finance. Make sure to log on to EF3Life.com to gain access to books, resources, and more episodes of this podcast. Check out my latest book, Winning with Money, Dollars and Cents, A Comprehensive Guide to Financial Freedom and Peace. It's available on our website at ef3life.com or on amazon.com. Welcome back to the EF3 Life to the Fullest Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason, and we're on this Bunny Monday discussing retirement and investments. So far, we've really got a good sense of the Roth IRA during this week's episode and we're going to delve into other future investments including 401Ks, 403Bs, 457s, deferred compensation and more. Another beneficial vehicle that many job places offer is a retirement plan or program for their employees. This is different from a full pension. As these types of retirement options are, unfortunately, almost non-existent. So if you don't have a full pension, don't worry. Chances are that for many of us out there who are working in our job places, we will have opportunities to invest. And our companies have set aside a vehicle to help us with a matching program employer plans must most often fall into the category of a 401k 403b or a 457 the latter many times referred to as a deferred compensation plan so the major difference between these three plans is the type of employer sponsoring the plan 401k plans are offered by private companies that are for profit while the 403b plan is only available to nonprofit organizations and government employees. the 457, also known as deferred compensation, is for state and local government workers and some nonprofits. So if you're an educator or you work a job for a nonprofit or the feds you most likely are going to have a 403b. More localized government workers will have a 457 and typically everyone else, whose employer offers a retirement program falls under the umbrella of a 401k. The amount that one can contribute to these plans is significantly greater than the IRA or the Roth IRA plans we discussed in the previous section. So, earlier on in the podcast, you mentioned that if you're contributing to your Roth IRA, you have a maximum contribution amount of $6,000 if you're under the age of 50. Over the age of 50, you're allowed to contribute $7,000 annually. However, if you fall into the 401k, 457, or 403b plans, you are able to contribute $19,500 per year until you reach the age of 50, where then the contribution amount increases to allow you to put in $26,000. Now that's a whole lot of money. Many of you out there are like, maybe someday I'll get to that point, but there is no way right now that I could put in that amount. That's okay, that's just the maximum amount that is allowed. The same age stipulation is applicable when it comes to withdrawing funds without penalty, and that is 59 and a half years old. So if you work at a job place that offers an employer retirement matching program, I urge you, it is a must that you take advantage of this. This is free money. Let me say that again. Free money. It truly is free. Now, I know you're thinking out there, there must be some kind of catch. There must be some kind of stipulation. There is slightly one thing when it comes to this free money with a retirement match. You have to be vested. And what vestment means is each company requires their worker to remain at that workplace for a certain amount of time before that matching amount of money is truly and fully theirs. Let me explain this or break it down for you. Let's say I work at Company X. When I start at Company X, I understand that they have a matching 403B program or 401k program. I decide to contribute right away. The Company X has said, we will match up to 4% of your contribution. Great. So I put in 4% of my annual salary into this matching program. Company X contributes another 4%. 4 plus 4 equals 8. 8% has gone in. Company X has stated I must work there for at least three years in order to be fully vested. So what this means is, as long as I stay at Company X for three years, even if I were to leave after year three, I would be able to take with me all the money that I contributed as well as the matching four percent that the company contributed that's why it is free money if i were to leave prior to those three years i would always be able to take with me and roll over the money that i contributed personally however i would not be awarded the money that company x was going to match because i wasn't vested. something to learn and understand because you need to know how long you are working at that company, and when you're vested, and what the matching amount is. It is extremely valuable to take advantage of matching programs. Let's say someone had a fifty-four thousand or so dollar salary, and they worked at the same X company, and the match was actually six percent. They would be contributing about a little over $3,000 of their own money per year. And the company would also be matching about $3,000 or so dollars per year. So that's $6,000 that's going in. Since it's a 6% match, the company's matching 6%. They've contributed 12%. So that other 3%, I would invest in a Roth IRA. I'd put the extra money into that Roth IRA. So that way you get to that 15% ballpark number. If you were to do this over the course of your career, you stayed with that company or you stayed with companies that offered the same type of matching program, eventually, you would be able to Gain well over a million, a million and a half dollars just from that recipe alone. Not to mention the things you put into your Roth IRA. So you combine the two and you're gonna have well over $2 million, no problem. And that's really without breaking the bank. I want you to understand and realize that there is great power and weight in matching programs. Think about this. If you were with the same employer or different employers that offered matching programs, and let's say those matching programs were 6% for the duration of a 30-year career, and even if you made $50,000 flat for those 30 years and they contributed $3,000 a year for those 30 years, you have gained, minimally, $90,000 of free money. Not to mention, that grows at the same rate as your contributions grow. 90000 plus another 90000 you contributed, that's 180000 We did the math before. We're talking over a million dollars. That's not a whole lot of money to have to contribute if you're used to doing it. And prior in this podcast, we discussed how to cut down your expenses, By making small changes on a daily basis that add up to a great amount, such as packing your own lunch and bringing it to work, eating out a little bit less, making small sacrifices such as cutting the cable and tuning into streaming services. All of these, and there are many more that I outlined in the previous podcast, could help you to get up to that point where you're able to contribute That $3,000 or so, and then the mashing program does the rest. Hopefully, you'd be able to build up eventually to that 15%. But if I think about somebody who's paid every other week, each paycheck, we're talking about on a $50,000 salary, contributing $115. For most of us out there, $115 is not going to break the bank. We're probably not going to even notice it that much, especially if we start right away. Now, the nice thing is we get a raise and we continue to contribute that 6%, that amount that we contribute goes up and the matching money goes up as well. But I just gave you the figure if you stay at a flat rate of making $50,000 per year for 30 years straight, and you have this matching program, you will have contributed around $90,000. Your employer will have contributed $90,000. Put it together, it's $180,000. You do the math at about a 9% return, you're getting about a million dollars. Now remember, since it's 401k, 403b, 457, or a deferred comp plan, that money when you withdraw it at 59 and a half years old or when you choose to withdraw it, is going to be taxed. So you have to take that into consideration. Now a good general rule of thumb is most likely you're going to be taxed depending upon your income level at the time of withdrawing, but you're probably gonna lose about a quarter of the money, if not a little bit more, maybe even 30%. The one caveat is, well, my hope is that in 30 years or so, when I'm around that age, Social Security will still exist and that will kind of help to even it out in terms of the money that you lost due to taxation and how much you're able to receive from Social Security. Regardless though, what I want you to understand is that A million dollars can be in your nest egg retirement account simply by taking advantage of the matching program over the course of your working career let alone what kind of amazing unbelievable amount when combined with a Roth IRA contribution can be there as well this is a recipe for success You gotta get in the game though, because the more that you wait, the longer it's gonna be until you start, the less time you have for that money to accumulate and to take advantage of compound interest. In the next podcast episode, I wanna continue to discuss some of these retirement accounts, and then what my goal is, is to help you to understand specific investment options because there are so many great options out there for us not only in the long run because sometimes people are like well that's great if I have a pile of money even upwards of two or more million dollars for retirement yeah I'm gonna be set I'm gonna be able to enjoy it but what if I never got to that point or what if I get there and I don't have that many years to enjoy it we want to plan For tomorrow and down the long run because the hope is that we will be able to be healthy enough to get there and to enjoy it. But we also want to plan for today and then the next five or so years so we can enjoy life now as well and balance it out. And that's what we're going to discuss in next week's Money Monday podcast episode, specific investment options for the short term in stocks bonds etfs mutual funds index funds and more i hope that you will take advantage of time my hope and challenge to you is that if you haven't set up a retirement account you do so this week it's imperative you need to take full advantage if you have a matching program of sitting down with your representative from your company and getting that started. Get the ball rolling, get out off the sidelines and into the game so that way money can be working in your favor. Remember, every single one of us works very hard. And if we're hardworking, we wanna maximize that salary, that income that's coming in to help us to reach our goals in the long run, that's what we're talking about with retirement, so we don't have to work anymore. We could choose the life we want to live and we can enjoy the time that we've been blessed with. This has been an episode. Thanks for joining the Money Monday podcast on the EF3 Life to the Fullest platform. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Keep working hard out there, being diligent, telling your money where to go, and chasing after your retirement dream. It's one day, it's one dollar at a time that we pave our way to a brighter future where we can enjoy time and the resources with those we love the most. Make sure to log on to EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Until next time, keep working hard. Cash is king. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest.